right, welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Brian. And we are ecstatic to have you here yep, yep. on episode 39. Yeah. We're almost going over the hill. Isn't that what Yeah, is we're like trying is that 50? 50's over the hill, but we're going up it, man. We're chugga lugga 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 lugga. So we're like cliffhangers. We're almost there. We yes. almost fell off. Yes. <laughs> 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 that was one of the best prices right games ever besides plinko plinko is the number one no, i'd have to say cliffhanger is my number one no. then i'll go plinko then i'll go with the putt yeah putt is awesome too but no it doesn't get better than plinko everybody knows plinko like that is that is the game it's good cliffhangers it's good. is also probably my second that is the yodeling <laughs> and all come on Yo, it's not, not the love <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> Uh, make sure before we get too far into it that you're heading over to our Facebook page. You're Check liking that. us. You're putting those comments up there. You're giving us some conversation, some feedback, good, bad, different, whatever. Uh, you can that. do the same over on our Twitter. I do post those links in the description below. Mm -hmm. uh, or you can search up Relative Reaction. You'll be able to find us on those. Um, if you want, you don't do social media maybe, or you're maybe you gave that up for, what, what is that going on now? Lent? Lent. Lent, whatever the hell it is. Maybe you're Lent. doing no social media or whatever the shit is. You can go over to our email. You can email us Relative Reaction 2018 at gmail.com. And if you want to go above and beyond because you're just this amazing little person, go to iTunes. Give us that five-star rating and a comment. That helps yep. so much. Yep, I mean, yep. it doesn't have to be iTunes. Wherever you listen to your podcast at, right. they all go to, like, the same weird Yeah, it all goes thingy. to the same, same thing. Yeah, they all merge at some point, and it's weird, and I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> That's above my pay grade. I just release. <laughs> they do all the rest of that and the formulas and algorithms and all this other stuff they have. Uh, this week... We uh, actually did get some feedback. Oh, goody, goody. We did on our Twitter. Uh, Ammo Meso, or I'm sorry, Ammo Lucky, commented back to us, said, I agree with Mama Bren. CNN should be held responsible for only posting a partial story resulting in further dividing of our nation. Just seems nobody's accountable and it's always someone else's fault. Yep, yep. Which, if you remember last week, that was actually, I think, your first story, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was, week. I believe. Yeah, when you were talking about the... Oh, I can't remember the kid's name now. And you said uh, it like 10 times Nicholas, last week. Nicholas oh, I something. Remember I remember Nicholas because I have a nephew, Nick. So oh, I remember the Nicholas. But he was the uh, young man in D.C. on a school um uh, School trip. School trip. Field trip. <laughs> a field trip. That's the word I was looking for. Between the two of us, we might be able to get a whole story out this week. I'm not sure yet, though. And the uh, elder Indian gentleman faced him. And That's right. Chan. And they were suing CNN and suing right. Washington Post, I think, as well or something. But, yeah, there was that. That was definitely a nice little controversial because I don't I don't fully agree with it. I, I do and I don't. Like I, I, like I said last week, I kind of agree with, like, the sentiment of where it was wrong. But I don't agree with assuming that it was just CNN's fault. But anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, right? What's wrong with you? Listen to last week's episode thirty-eight. Have you lost your mind? In. That's true. There was a few women sprinkled in everything, man. Yeah. Some murder. There's a little this, little that. Oh, well, all kinds of fun shit. You gotta <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. Well, there was always animals in there too, man. 
throwing in a few little animals. Yeah, you you did have like, and you were mean to animals last week. I don't know what was wrong with you. I wasn't mean to animals. I ain't never mean to animals. (laughs) Well, that was episode 38. That was so last week. This week it's episode 39. It's the number of books in the Old Testament. And the number of statements in the doctrine by the Anglican Church aptly named the 39 Articles. Yeah. 39 of the 55 members of the Philadelphia Convention signed the U.S. Constitution. I was not lying when I said between the two of us, I hope we can get a whole story out. (laughs) 39 is the number of lashes the Sanhedrin would give out when someone was punished to the maximum 40 lashes. It was actually number 40. It was always 39. Ouch! I know, right? Uh, it is it is also the number of times citizens in ancient Rome would beat their slaves. Ow! You would usually hear them say, I'm going to beat you 40, save one. That's what they, yeah, they're mean people. Nice. I-39 is the shortest two-digit U.S. highway. Oh. It runs over, I think, from like Illinois to Wisconsin. It's not a very long list. Well, obviously, it's not very long. It's the shortest. <laughs> uh, there's also 39 wooden boards on a typical bowling lane. Oh, that's cool. Iraq launched a total of 39 Scud missiles at Israel during the 91 Gulf War. Mm-hmm. 39 is considered unlucky in Afghanistan due, its to, due to its correlation with pimps. They Pimps often, you know, like their little slang, you know, the 39 stuff. Nope. And, I don't know. Look it up. It was actually somewhat interesting. Whereas in Japan, it is internet chat slang for thank you. <laughs> and lastly, competitors on Survivor compete for 39 days so let's survive this episode and win immunity this week yeah baby <laughs> now i don't know about you but this week i've been having a great week i have had a wonderful glorious week except for the fact that i am in severe pain since last wednesday I, I, I do feel absolutely terrible for you. I twisted you guys, my back, and everything I do hurts. If you could watch or like even trying to sit for the podcast, it took like 10 minutes for us to sit down for the podcast. Every, every move is like really robotic right now. You'd be amazed at how everything you do is connected to your lower back. Yeah. yeah what a surprise. Well, I, and actually, I get to share this story. And I got to go with you, my father, my wife, uh, his uncle and his, or his uncle, my uncle and his <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> also went with us. Uh, we went and saw Drew Lynch up in oh, a couple hours north of us here. And, oh, it was, yes. If you get a chance to see him, highly recommend it. And, of course, we've seen Stella. So if any of y'all know Drew Lynch, you're like, oh, Stella! I will say uh, one of my, one of my uh, wife's cousins the, we posted the picture of me, her, uh, with Drew and Stella, and the only re- only comment that she put on there was just in all caps, STELLA! Yeah. Not the fact that we're in Drew Lent, not the fact that we're out, not, not, just STELLA! STELLA! And I was not mad. The dog no. was amazing. And may I just say, Drew Lynch is a very tiny man. He is. He's he is not just very like, tall. you just want to pick him up, put him in your pocket. And make sure he's safe. Okay, he's he t- I was looking at him eye to eye. Still taller than you. And I'm short. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> but that was, I mean, I had a, a just an absolute blast at that show. That was. Uh, and then the guy that opened up for him, what was his name? Justin Foster's? Something Foster's. I think it was Justin Foster's. I think so. Was his opener. And he was honestly also yes. extremely funny. 
because I'm sorry, no offense to you openers, but it's really hit or miss on whether right. you're actually funny or you, you think you are. <laughs> and we ordered one Whereas of he was, uh, every appetizer oh, on the menu and just yeah ate the whole time we were listening to him. So it was awesome. Nobody got a meal. I think between us we just split, and we got like seven of the appetizers. Yes, <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was a nice little buffet style, <laughs> family style there. And because it was six of us, they sat us at like our own table, so that way right. we actually had like all of us together, which was nice. It was just. It was really a lot of fun. Tur- turns out, Drew Lance isn't just funny on like the clips because some right. people are. You can watch the clips and those are their funny bits, but that's all they got. He is not one of those. No. I laughed from the time he got up there to the time he got, and he's quick on his feet too. Yes, very, very quick because people from the audience would say something and he had a snappy comeback every time he did he was uh, like very very good on his feet comically as well yes <laughs> now i so i highly suggest if he ever comes near you you got to go see him yes. he was awesome uh, and then the next day we actually spent the night out there it's like i said it was a couple hours north of us and then we went over into uh this place called the national comedy center yeah which is basically the first ever museum of comedy. It was awesome. It Amazing. literally just delves you into the history of comedy. Everything from like the Charlie Chaplin mm-hmm. and what you're thinking of like when comedy really first kind of started to be right. a, uh, its own thing all the way to you can create your own internet meme or mm-hmm. something like that like to what is, and it is prevalent so, now in comedy. Yes, it is so interactive. You have to space out some time because there's a million things you could interact with in that museum it was probably out of all the, and i've been to a lot of museums both me and my wife like museums and i will say this is probably the most fun museum i've ever been to i've been to some pretty amazing museums and some might even i might rate better just because they were just something that's really fascinating to me but as far as just the overall experience this is probably my best experience ever at a museum the way that everything was and you've just been so, to the Louvre. <laughs> it, 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 there was just something about the way they had the interactive thing set up. Oh, it was yeah. just, it was, uh, I think the best museum experience I've ever had. It was uh, just a ton of fun. There was so much to do. There was so much to interact with. And I mean, they when I say, if you ever have laughed in your life, they have what you've laughed about. Oh yes, there. Yes. I mean, if you can think of a comedian's name, they're listed somewhere, somewhere in there. It was like stand-up, TV, films, cartoons, you name it. Yes, you name it. Anything about comedy, and it was there. Yeah, they had like a a comic strip section. They had a Mm -hmm. TV section, a movie section. They had a whole section for USO comedy. Right. So whenever Bob started doing all those comedians going on. They had a whole section on just that. I could have just sat there and watched every clip from the old roast, Dean Martin. Oh, roast. my goodness. I could have just watched that. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. There were tears coming down. Yes, and what's awesome is if you go down, it's the only thing not on the main level. Right. You go down, it's called the Blue Room. Yeah. You open, the, you have to scan your thing so that way you know, and they have, like, signs, don't say we didn't fucking warn you. That was literally what the signs yep, would say. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, that's where they That's really where held the, no bars. Yeah. And I mean, they they weren't censored, which is great. I'm not trying no, to... No, 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 no. That was more the adult comedy was the Blue Room. So if you like do take you a know, child, 
don't go to the blue room. Really. Yeah, they were letting you know, we haven't necessarily censored things, but this is where it's going to get real close to you. This is where you're going to be offended if you yes. can be offended. And you yes. open the doors, literally the first thing you hear is this loudspeaker that is motion censored for when you walk in. Shit, fuck, cut, damn! And you're like, what the hell? And a whole wall of how to cuss in other languages. And then they take a photo of you as that's playing yes. to get your reaction, which, by the way, I don't know if this is a good or bad thing. I saw my photo. I literally had no reaction. <laughs> Those words flying around me meant apparently nothing because I was just, huh. like, you just see me looking around. It was it was great. I highly recommend going to it. It's in uh, Southwest New York, which is yeah. Jamestown. Jamestown, right? I think, is what it was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It just opened last year. It hasn't even been a full year for it yet. Which, I mean, if you happen to know where Jamestown is, it just means you've been lost because it's literally in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> But no, it was great. They had like a whole late night comedy section, mm -hmm. which I liked because like it was all the late night talk shows and just the different clips they do and the bits from everyone from, I mean, oh gosh, I'm trying to It think. made me, I had forgotten how much I missed that, uh, the Scottish guy who was oh, on Oh, Craig Ferguson. Night. Craig Ferguson. I forgot how much I missed him. And then they started showing clips with him. And oh, I'm like, yeah. damn it. I used to watch him faithfully. He was funny. He I was watching some Jay up. Leno headlines. I forgot how much I loved his headlines. <laughs> yes, yes. And they, they even had, like, um, Chelsea Handler, mm -hmm. who I forgot that I used to watch her show, Late Night with Chelsea or whatever it was, and I forgot how much she can make me laugh, too. <laughs> like, I was seeing a cold close, I'm like, that's right, I thought she was fucking hilarious. So I said, I've forgotten just how many people out there are... You know. Oh yeah, have and then since even... left their spot, and you're oh, like, oh yeah, they wow. moved on, or right. And then they even have things at the end, like you can do comedy karaoke, which is instead mm -hmm. of karaokeing a song, you get to karaoke a comedy sketch or right. do your own. I mean, there was a laugh battle to where, like, if you've seen those dad joke war things, it was basically that. My husband kicked my butt on that three to zero. <laughs> but I mean, they had just all kinds of things. Definitely, definitely suggest. That you go out. And like I said, Definitely it's so, worth it. they give you this little, like, admission band, but there's also a chip in there, so you mm -hmm. just, you log in to everywhere you go. Right. That way, if you like something, you hit like, and they just add it to your profile, and at the end, they give you, like, a little profile thing of what comedy you liked the most. And right. I, and it was so much fun. And then, like, if you're sitting down, and they're doing, like, the TV section, or the stand-up section, the improv section, and you sit down at the tables they have set up for you and you like t log in or tap in or whatever it is, it'll kind of like make it to whatever group is there. Right. Like if they notice, wow, there's six people here and you may or may not know these other people, but they all have this style of comedy listed as one of their people, they'll throw a clip specific to that, which is really cool. Very. Sorry, I know I went on about that, but that was No, so, that was awesome. I loved it. It was so fun. I'd go again in a heartbeat. Um, on... Other news, for me anyway, uh, we finally, me and my wife finally put a bid on this house we're trying to buy. Yeah. And it was accepted, so hopefully, if all goes well, and all these inspections and 8 million other forms of fucking paperwork that I've already signed, I just have more coming. It's a very pretty house. I had the pleasure hopefully, of seeing it. It is very nice. Look at this. <laughs> it really it is. It's very nice, because we've only ever rented before, both me and my wife, so this will be the first time we actually... For both of us to actually buy a house, which will be a nice change somewhere that we don't have to look at moving. <laughs> we both move way too much. <laughs> um, I saw something. I know last week I kind of went into some MLB 
possible rule changes that might happen and what things mm-hmm. in the Atlantic League. Well, lo and behold, about three days after the podcast came out, from this week and right as we were going up, I saw this article pop up of rule changes that are happening starting opening day. Oh. Which are pitchers will be required to face a minimum of three batters beginning in 2020. So we were talking about that starting. Right. That's already official for 2020. Even if it doesn't start this year, 2020 opening day, it's already been. I like that rule. Go ahead. So do I. Uh, A big one that I didn't even hear about until I was reading this was there will be a single July 31st trade deadline. So instead of how like they had like three or four different trade deadlines mm-hmm. in the MLB, and if you follow baseball, you understand right. there's like different meanings to all of them. Mm-hmm. Now there's one. There's nice. no more multiple trade deadlines. There is one. I like it. Is it. 31 July. Period. Doesn't matter your circumstance. I like it. Uh, in 2020, they're already going to reduce mound visits from six to five during games at the beginning of this year, and then perhaps reduce it to four in 2020. Sorry, I kind of. Jumped there a little bit. Uh, there will be an All-Star Election Day starting this summer where fans can determine the starting players in the All-Star Games all within a 24-hour voting period. Wow. So they're just going to do like a 24-hour mass vote go, and it's going to be All-Star Voting Day. Nice. Very nice. Uh, the Home Run Derby will now pay a million dollars to the winning player. Ooh. Commercial breaks during innings will be shortened by 20 seconds to two minutes, which I'm kind of happy with. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Uh, position players are going to be prohibited from pitching in games that don't go into extra innings unless a team is ahead or behind by at least eight runs. Okay. So if you noticed, it's not frequent. I mean, this rule no, won't no. play much into it. But there would be times where you pull an outfielder in to pitch a couple innings mm. or at least a couple batters worth. Right, right. Not going to be able to do that unless you're either getting destroyed or destroying or you're in enough extra innings where we get it. You're out of people. Yeah. Find something. Uh, committees will be appointed by the commission's office and the union to formally discuss the game's economic concerns. So it'll kind of make, it'll make free agent market more active is what they're hoping for in that. By having these people together, it'll make the free agent market kind of not so stale. Okay. And just waiting, I you know, I have to read it'll more pick up people one, but okay. a little bit quicker and more talk going on is what they're hoping for. And finally, beginning in 2020, all teams will have a 28-man roster in the final month of September after having a 26-man roster the first five months. And again, if you follow baseball more than just every now and again, you do know that at the end of the year, and this has been an issue for a little bit, you'll have certain teams that have like a 40-man roster right. piling shit on. Yeah. They're going to stop. It doesn't matter where you're at in the playoff run or anything. That's, That's your number. cutoff number. Got it. So I just saw that, and I was like, oh, wow, there's already some that are – Officially in there, That's <laughs> so cool to speak. Yeah. Oh, that's always a fun sound to hear, I think. I love that sound. And that's the sound of an update. I got at? an update for y'all. If you remember the story about the puppy mill that closed in Georgia that had over 700 dogs found. And they had them, he had them all stuffed in a crate where they couldn't sleep laying down or anything. Well, over a hundred of them went to the Tallahassee Humane Society and uh, they were all adopted out. That is so great. I thought that that was a a wonderful update. Now, some went to other humane societies and some are still under medical care. 
But I that just thought so that awesome. was amazing. I love the fact they're already... Yeah. So many are already being... They've gotten a for real home. Oh, that is so great. And the one lady who adopted one of the little teacup... Uh, I believe it was a teacup chihuahua... Um, had said she had to teach it how to sleep laying down because it only slept upwards. Yeah, never sat. <clears throat> so, so they sad. Had, she had to teach That's it just, how to lay down. That breaks my heart. Yeah, that is. It's it's a shame, but a good story, uh, a feel good story. If you ask me, a good ending. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. No word right. on on the fines or anything with the gentleman yet. That you know who was running the mill. No words on that yet, though. I know one update that you've been kind of holding off on waiting for more to happen just because there's so much going on with it is that Jesse Smollett that you brought up a couple yes. weeks ago. And I mean, I'm not going to go too much into the update because I'm going to wait until, like you were doing, you know, until it's actually more yeah, something more, more out about it. However, one thing that I did see is uh, this last week, he pled not guilty to lying about the attack. I won't even begin to tell you how well, I feel about actually, that. I, I should say he didn't plead it. His lawyer pled it for yes. him on his behalf. <laughs> but that's about all I have for this week, I think. Good updates, I thought. Yeah, definitely some good updates. Some interesting interesting things happened this week. I feel like I actually had a life to talk about for once. Yeah. That'll yeah, be the last time stuff. that happens for a few months for me, probably. <laughs> every, every six months or so, I get to do something cool. <laughs> We're going to have to... Uh, Decide where we're going to podcast when you move. Yeah. I didn't even think of that till right now. Well, have a nice little... Oh, yeah. Well, if you want, you can donate to us and get us to help uh, start a studio. That would be amazing. We're working on it. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Oh, we are. We are. We're doing upgrades. Little here, little there, little here. But I will say, and this is this is going to sound kind of... I don't give a fuck, whatever. Uh, but... <laughs> The point is, I, I was going to try to apologize for myself, but uh, yeah. I don't care enough. If you're listening, you understand that who I am. <laughs> uh, we can't do that without you. Right. I work at least 45 to 50 hours a week. Yes, you do. You still have your entire life that you're dealing with, and you just added this on top of it. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a an hour a week thing that you hear. Is no. No. This is another 40-hour week that we do between preparing researching. and researching and typing and editing. And he and, edits. You know, th- th- this is Going out to the stores to look for the the food that we eat. Oh, yeah. This is literally a second full-time job, essentially, for the two of us. Yeah. And the only reason it doesn't feel full-time is because it's split between the two of us. Right. And I don't say that in to make it seem like, oh, what was a us? Needy. We right. do so much. We do because we love it. Yes. However... No matter how much we love it, if we don't get feedback and we don't start getting, you know, these donations and stuff like that, that puts us at a halt because we can't physically do it. We're, we're, we're not physically right. capable without the support and feedback from y'all. Exactly. And, and that's why exactly. we harp on that at the beginning and end of every episode. We kind of right. tell you where you can give us feedback at, comment. We don't Vote. say that just because us. we do enjoy talking with you. Because we do. Exactly. But we all say that because that's how we know where we need to fix and adjust and work on things and where we need to update. Maybe this part is really off. Okay, then we know that's the next update that needs to happen. Exactly. So I, I just say that as a long, long way of saying we truly do appreciate your support. Please don't let that 
waver because listening to y'all's feedback every week and your support is what truly helps us continue going not only emotionally and, and keeping our spirits up right but also physically that is yeah that is what binds us and without that we can't keep doing this every week we just get to go have coffee once we can say anything cool we found <laughs> yeah like that's, that's all we're gonna be able to do soon like <laughs> so but thank you for all that you've done so far we do ask yes. this that continued support that truly does help us on oh very much very more than much. just you know the fun side of it it really helps on the business side and this is how we keep adjusting it and, and creating better things to hopefully give you a better podcast every week yes 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 anyway besides all that let's go into our first story what do we got this week first story slave auction equals bad idea you're like what does it really statistically they haven't went over well (laughs) (laughs) a fifth grade private school teacher from the bronx in new york thought it would be a good idea to hold a mock slave auction in which black children were told to act as slaves and the white students were then told to bid on said slave students what like where was his fucking mind at to think this is a good idea <laughs> so he said that that this came up and you know what would be good you know what would be a good idea like how did his mindset ever think that this might go out well I, I don't know. And let me guess, he is probably a middle-aged white man, has never come on hard times in his life. It was a she, and she is a middle-aged white woman, yes. Oh, shock, all dismay. <laughs> the attorney for the teachers, <laughs> imagine that, she has an attorney. She's going to need a lot more <laughs> yes. than an attorney. Also stated, a bodyguard. And... <laughs> stated that she was merely trying to teach history, and the slave auction was just one little part of the history curriculum. Mm. And there's no other way she thought of of making the point across to them about about slave auctions other than how about let's teach history in like stocks when we had the great depression in the there 1930s. you go i mean there are just Wall a million crash. better what things happened? you could do than what she did what could we have bet on and and done with our money differently as a government in the right. wall street when the you know everything crashed in the 30s and exactly the teacher was, of course, forced to resign, but parents are still outraged. Well, yeah. I could see why. The school has a therapist available to any of the students to talk who were affected by this said auction. The one parent said when her 11-year-old, that's how old these children 11? are. 11? Yes. Said when they 11-year-old child come home and told his mom he was a slave that day. She was like, excuse me? Go on. What what'd you say again, baby? Of God, please tell me you were in the school play about something. <laughs> yeah, but you know, what? <laughs> were you like, were you acting? Were y'all trying to do a play? Like, what? please, there's got to be more to go on than this. He explained he was asked by the teacher to play a slave and wait out in the hallway until it was his turn to be auctioned off. Needless to say, she was a slight bit outraged. I would be livid. Oh, you have no idea. I would be livid if my student came home and said, I bit on people today. I would too. I'd be like, you I would did be just what? I'd be like, I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, excuse me, you want to come by and say that again. Repeat that one more time while I 
God, you had we're going to talk to this exactly. lady. Exactly. You had my child bid on another human being, and this was okay with you. It's not. And why you got to divide them? That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what went in this woman's head for her to say this is a great way to teach history. This is the way to do it. I understand wanting to connect with your students. I get that. But this was an awful idea. Twat Waffle. Yes, very much. She is definitely up for one of our awards, the Twat Waffle Awards. Yeah. I would, yeah. I'm just, I'm in awe. Wow. I couldn't believe to her that it's no big deal. To her, she was just teaching history. I just don't get, like, how that that goes in your mindset. So if you have, so after World War II, when we had all the uh, Asians and such in uh, camps in California, so if she had any Asian students, we could, you know, play that we are, that they're in a concentration camp. Let's play, I'll break, you die. (laughs) I just, I. You've been hit with a plague. I don't understand how her mind works. It makes no sense to me. I want to get in there and I in her mind and be like, I've got to see where this makes sense somehow to her. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> well, over to my first story is impractical lawsuit. Oh, man, you're not selling anybody, are you? Because that's not right. I don't care who you are. Well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I might have that at an upcoming course. No. <laughs> I, I not that I'm allowed believe, to talk about yet. But go I ahead. can't believe that that's a, a, a thought that could go through your head to think, yeah. Uh, well, this woman is suing Impractical Jokers. Oh, no, she didn't. She best leave Q out of the quotation. Oh, this woman can't take a joke, apparently. Former Queens resident Giovanna San- Santoni Waldinger is suing Impractical Jokers, uh, saying she was unknowingly filmed while eating with coworkers at City Kitchen in Times Square in 2017. The atrocity. Four-year-old middle-aged woman, if you're curious. Uh, this 88-second bit is also available online, and it left her feeling disrespected. She claimed, I just want justice. I saw what they did, and it's not right. Oh, boy. She was out for lunch November 30th of 2017 when a seemingly random stranger began making strange comments, like a Verizon worker just called me a sexy ferret, and I mean, he's not wrong, which we all know if you've seen him practical jokers, that would have definitely been Mur. (laughs) Now, I guess this episode aired on March 1st this year. And she refused to sign a waiver after the shoot, and but claimed that her face was clearly recognizable when the show came, when the episode came out. Mind you, when you refuse to sign the waiver or you don't want it, right? They blur your face, and you can't fucking. T- no, it's got, a big old blur dot. Unless you have this magical CGI, and you're, you know, working for NCIS, and you're Polly Perrette gonna uncover she, this shit. She's just looking for a quick buck. Pretty much. Just a quick say, it's, like, How do you disrespect? They didn't even show, and they don't, like, if, again, if you don't sign the waiver, your voice is never heard. Mm-mm. You are literally just a blur while they talk around you. Right. To whoever signed the fucking waiver. Exactly. Also, it's a goddamn candid camera show. It's a joke. Impractical, it's a freaking joke, people. Impractical Jokers is just 
the one that's out now. It's not even like this is the first of its kind. Oh, no. no. I think it's the best of its kind. Amen. But it's not the first. I mean, we no. had Candid Camera in the 90s. Sure. AFV has been going around since the 80s. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, and which has always has practical jokes on there as a clip and a segment. Like, there's always been shows like that. You're or segments on, on late night camera. TV. Or there's always something. I agree. This is ridiculous. I just don't understand why, how you can feel so disrespected. And if you've ever watched Impractical Jokers, they're not, like, mean with their comedy. They are not, like, ignorant or in-your-face with their comedy at all. No. It's usually them portraying themselves as stupid. 90% of the time. And doing stupid things to themselves is what it is. Like when Joe had to act like a mermaid to get donuts and had to wiggle his way up the beach. Yes. How did that hurt anybody but Joe? There's no hurting him. <laughs> That's long gone. That's what I'm saying. This is ridi- This lady is looking for some, some yeah, greenage. Yeah, she knows how famous they are and knows that. Mm-hmm. Which also, how do they still get people that don't know them? That's what I always wonder now when I watch them. I'm like, how are people not walking up to them and going... Sal, put your pencil back in your pocket. Do not try to put it in my purse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I would know that they would say something to me. I'd be like, that's cute, Mer. Please get the... Yes. Sign this and let me continue on my day. Q, put, your, put the bananas back in my buggy. I saw you take them. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, that's what they do. They do stuff like that that's funny. But I just had to bring that up because I, I know... I think it's hilarious. No, we like a Brad Jokers here. I mean, I went and seen them live and it... I just can't believe it. So I, for one, would for be in awe if I was on their show. I'd be like, oh, it's me, it's me! Oh, I know. I Give me so the happy. paper! <laughs> that's what I would be like. But that's just me. Uh, well, before we get into more stories and more feelings, <laughs> be let's go over to our Packers thoughts and let's cure the feeling of hunger that I am currently possessing. Because this fat kid wants to try these out, so let's go. We have Hosted Donuts. They are carrot cake mini donuts. And as we know, Hostess is the largest packaged food company in the U.S. Really? I did not know that. Really? No, I did not know that. I knew that, actually. They are, of course, originally 1999, but they were sold and purchased, and that all took place in 2011. They've only been out since 1999? No, 1919. Oh, I thought you said 99. I was like... I might have. <laughs> if so, I apologize. Okay, I was like really thrown off. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my good lord in heaven above. Excuse me while I have a moment. Oh my god. We now interrupt mm. this portion of the podcast for us to finish mm. eating this entire bag. And oh dear lord. Perhaps for that chair to get cleaned mm. off whenever you're done doing whatever the hell you're doing right mm. now. Oh my lord, have mercy. I've had porn oh. with less dialect. I have, um, oh, Lord, have mercy, that's good. Um, oh, gosh. They really I are think, amazing. I think that is the best thing we have had yet. Holy shit, is that good. And what's sad, these are only limited edition. Oh, well, they should not be. These are freaking amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Okay, I have... Wow. There's two new flavors. I just want this one. Carrot cake, which we're trying, and a maple syrup crunch, which would be good, too. Yeah, but this is 
freaking amazing. If you see these, oh, Lord have mercy, buy them. Buy them all. And then send them to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then send them to your friends over here, relative reaction. The newest thing that Hostess has out is all those snacks, like the Ho-Hos and the Snowballs and all that stuff. They're oh, yeah. putting in ice cream form now. Oh, That's really? their newest line of stuff. I but if see they just keep up with these little carrot cake things. Yeah, they should not make Ooh. these limited edition. These should be a, a new staple. Okay, that was frightening as hell. I'm sorry. I had a moment. Oh, Lord, that's good. Do we have to share them with anybody else in the house? Could you stop talking with your mouth full? I can't. I want another bag of those. Yeah, I might have to look for more of those. Mm. Mostly so I can hide them for myself. They are so moist and fresh and delicious. They really are good. I really have to say that is like my favorite product yet that we have tried. Mm. That's how good they are. Mm. I don't even want to look at the sugars or the carbs or nothing, but I'm gonna. I don't care about no health. Oh, I don't care when they taste that good. Mm. 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 All right, way to go, hostess! That was very, wow, very good. That was um, a mouthgasm. Yeah, that was a party in my mouth. Party, g -g -g party. All right, second story. I'm sorry. I'm still on the delights. You know, I'm still on the high from the donuts. All right, my second story is mad cows. Who loves cows? Right here. Just see my move. All right. In 2014, a, a German tourist who was hiking in the picturesque mountains of Austria was trampled to death by a herd of cows. <laughs> what a way to go. Oh, that's horrible. How did he die? He was trampled by cows. <laughs> no one wants to admit to that. No, I would make something up, I'm sure. Anyway, <laughs> since then, Austrian Chancellor Sebastian Kurz introduced a legally binding code of conduct for all hikers in his country. <laughs> I have been to Austria. Let me just tell you, it's freaking gorgeous. While I am not a hiker, because that requires like walking and shit, and I don't do that... I yeah. could see why people would want to hike those mountains. Oh, yeah. Absolutely I would love to beautiful. see them, and if I could, you know, get like a four-wheel out there, I'd be, be Yeah, cool. I mean, you know, push me around in a buggy <laughs> or something. I don't know. Anyway, this came about after a farmer who owned the herd of cattle that unfortunately cut it. ground the, beef. <laughs> they cut it. <laughs> the German guy. That's a shame. Okay, he was ordered to pay... He got trampled to death by cows. I don't think he was the brightest. I'm going to say he could have outrun them, but I don't know. I don't think he was, you know... I'm not a farm gal. The plumpest worse there was. No, no. <laughs> he was like one of them little weenie roasts. Okay, the guy, the farmer, was ordered to pay thousands of euros in damage to the hiker's family. Why? Exactly. That's exactly what I said. Oh, except I said it. Okay. This caused outrage among Austrians because the victim was walking her dog on a leash attached to her waist. 
Now, cows are known to charge dogs. Every incident they've ever had with cows going after the hikers, which they've had several, have all involved. Is that really a problem in Austria? Austria, let's talk. Where do we go wrong? Your problem is you have a you have a cow, cow break that your cows are a little pissy. I guess not cow. from California. Cows. Happy cows come yeah, from California. Yeah, see, they're not. They should be from California. They'd be happy. Instead, they're alive with the sound of, of trampling music. down. Okay. So, cows are known to charge dogs, and all hikers are instructed before hiking in the mountains to release the dog when this happens. The dog will then outrun the cows and all will be good. But this lady that got trampled to death didn't do that. So, this code of conduct will address all dog issues. And if not met, the victim will lose any chance to claim injuries. That is what the chancellor has said. And she has spoken! I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am too. If it's a known thing that cows charge dogs, I guess they see them as wolves or whatever that would eat their little calves. I don't know. I ain't in a cow head. But if I was and I was charging somebody and they had the dog connected to their waist, they just got trampled in the meantime, man. They really should have just released the leash. I mean, really, how hard was it? Instead, you got trampled by cows. That's your legacy you left right there. (laughs) Well, my second story today is flatlined. F-L-A-T-T. As in rascal? Yes. (laughs) I did it! Well, as you can tell by the latter part of that, it's not necessarily a good thing. No, but I freaking love rascal flats. Yes. Uh, well, Rascal Flats pulls a plug on their national or nationwide restaurants opening. Oh, but I now, love you guys. people are wondering why it failed and who did it. You know, what, what was the reasoning behind it? Well, it can all be tied back to a former mafia member. Oh, in Rascal Flats? Well, see, here's the thing. Uh-huh. These restaurants, much like the Toby Keith restaurants that yes. have failed out, right, were not necessarily opened by the artist, but actually the artist just lent the name and okay, okay. their image and their music. We just had a restaurant that closed right here by us called number, I think it was 83 or so, whatever Heinz Ward number was, and it because it was his number, but all they did was kind of like rent his name. Yeah. He wasn't actually associated with it, and it just closed. Exactly, and that's how the Toby Keith restaurant was. That's mm-hmm. how the Rascal Flats one was going to be, is they were just lending their name and their music style and everything right. like that to the restaurant, but they weren't actually in on the the restaurant part of it or trying to open it or their planning. They just said, you can have it, you know, and right. gave them the copyrights to in, in order to use them. And the person that they kind of use as their contracting thing... Well, actually, it was her boyfriend, because he refused to have his names on any of the documents. (laughs) He used to be a former Mafia member. And I guess, I can't remember how many years ago it was now, 
but he actually got away on a plea deal because he's murdered, broke legs, stole money, oh, shit like he that. He was like a hitman. He was he was a third generation mafia member. Oh damn! He was a third generation in this shit. Damn. But he turned over on a lot of his buddies. Got like. 40 of them arrested. Oh, he so done in, rolled, baby. In order, like, in a plea agreement with that, for him to testify against all of them, they put him under witness protection, gained this new name, blah, 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 blah. And apparently he really, really, really sucks at business management. Because his, like, his part of this was to get all the contracts, collect the money, um, set up the different like licenses you have to get mm-hmm. and all of these things. That was what he was there for. Well, he wasn't very good at that to begin with, and he had a slight anger issue still. Uh, for instance, there was this one phone call because this last contractor that told him that it was all Frank's fault has nothing to do with us or anybody else. It's all his fault. He was recording all of his phone calls, and here's how one of them went. Uh-oh. Call that fucker tomorrow and go, you know something? You lied straight to my face, you son of a bitch. I'm so fucking pissed off. I'm going to pull the whole fucking job. Get another fucking contractor and go in there and deal with your fucking baby fucking bullshit. You try to do that to me. Fuck you. Get another fucking contractor. End quote. All right. All right. That one I read to you, there's multiple very similar. Okay. Okay. All kind of revolve around that. Like I said, he has a violent mafia history already. He sounded ever so nice, too. I can't believe that. But I guess after this last kind of, I don't even know what to call it, hurdle, I guess. And they've had multiple issues with him and troubles mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, the band yanked its licensing agreement with RF Restaurants, is who, who was actually opening all of it. Exactly. And said, we're not. Yeah. You know, we're nah, not nah, any part nah, of this. Nah. You don't need to use our name for this shit. Nah. It's, nah. They we're are, good. They no longer want any business or company with Mr. Capri. And as long as that restaurant was going to try to use him, they went, mm, no, sorry. You go, bye. boys. And they were going to open like six of these across the nation, like Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Uh, I can't remember where in Florida. I think it might have been. You know, I don't went because I love Rascal Flats. Uh, uh, Las Vegas is gonna have one. Like they were, you know, going all over Chicago. I can't I think of the one. lead singer's name for the life of me. Gary Ledoux. Gary Ledoux. Okay, who's Joe Don Rooney? See the Joe Don Rooney. Yeah. Joe Don Rooney, or is he like the guitarist? He's a guitarist. Guitarist. Jay Demarcus is okay. the uh, bassist. Okay. I don't know why I remember all this. <laughs> But yeah, I guess his girlfriend is like the face of the company. She does like all the hiring and mm-hmm. it's her name on there. Right. And even when they were doing business with him, he said, I don't want my name on anything, which in my opinion, isn't that like the first big That's red flag? That's kind of a red flag, yeah. Like, why? If I'm starting a business and someone's like, yeah, I'm going to do this for you. I am in 100%. Just, j- just don't put my name on anything, huh? Right there, I'm going to be like, hmm, I'm going to rethink this and get back to you. You know? Yeah. Apparently, Flatheads, as their fans are called, <laughs> were really excited for this. And there was actually one that opened up in August of 2017 in Connecticut. It since kind of went down thanks to all of this wonderful, wonderful person. <laughs> but it just, I thought it was a shame. I wanted to bring it up because I didn't realize that this is the same person that Toby Keith dealt with. I always wondered why those bars 
the I love this bar and grill kind of went downhill. That's why. I guess even after opening, like, this guy just wasn't collecting the money like he was supposed to be and allotting it where it should have been because they literally have no trace of where any of the money that's supposed to be there is, whether he just never collected them from the people or whether he was laundering. They have no idea. They know, though, that there's no... They can't find any of the money. All the licenses and stuff that were supposed to be applied for and up, no trace of them. I mean, he just completely fucked now two famous country artists yep. and their goals of you know being part of a at business. least at least their rascal name flats is smart enough to get on out the game there you yeah. know what i mean i mean toby keith did the same that's exactly. one of the reasons, that's another reason why a lot of them went down because you know he was you don't need to have my name on that like let's let's not <laughs> let's not let's just say we did but not really okay <laughs> but i was kind of sad because i thought it would have been cool to I would have went. I would. I know I would have. I would have just to try it out. Because I truly do love Rascal Flatts, so I'd have went. But unfortunately, there will not be. Dum, dum, dum. It is with. Their restaurant is somewhere up in the sky with the lady who was trampled with the cows. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Last clip. I got to give one, folks. Hey, you just gonna love this. It's called Turn This Plane Around. <laughs> I like the way I said it. Not. It's a good story. Is this like Airplane? Yeah. Which is another film that was mentioned in the Comedy Center. Yes, it was. And as well it should have been. Oh, hell yeah. Anyway. Here I found are some reasons that planes were made to turn around immediately after takeoff. You're like, what could make a plane? Is it breaking? Oh, no. No, these reasons are so much better than that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. First one. A flight from Malaysia to Saudi Arabia had to turn around after mother realized she forgot her baby in the terminal. Wow. Yeah. Wait, is this one recent? Yes. Well, okay. I don't know. Uh-huh. I haven't looked too much into it, but my wife was saying, because she followed this story. Okay. And she was saying that isn't the case. Oh, no. What? Do, do elaborate. I guess it was, I'm trying to think of what she did. She, my, she did tell me what uh-huh. she heard, because she thought the same thing, was like, wow, and then read this a couple days later. Okay. I guess it had something to do with, it was, they weren't gone yet. Like, they weren't even out of the, the tarmac. And it wasn't, like, I guess the kid was supposed to be with her older daughter, and then her older daughter didn't get in contact or get there quick enough or something like that. Like, was watching the, the younger one. It was supposed to meet her there. Oh. It had something to do with that. Well, I'm going to have to look into it. I heard it wasn't quite all the clickbait was up to. You no, know, that to was. That one was the most recent story I have on this. So I'm going to have to let y'all know. I'm going to look it up. That's why I said I, I would. I don't know everything. No, I'm going to have to look But I did that hear up. that that was a lot more exaggerate than what it actually, actually ended up being. was she didn't just forget her baby yes. in the terminal good good well very yeah, yes. good but apparently that's a fucking good. thing because you're supposed to leave something important like your phone or something with your child in the car seat so you don't forget them like your child stop yeah important you enough. know i mean it's a thing <laughs> anyway that's a little okay number two a flight from new york to kansas city was turned around after an annoying passenger refused to quit singing 
<laughs> yes. Yes, they were. And do you want to know what they were singing? Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. And oh my. I... Could you imagine somebody singing that at the top of their lungs repeatedly? I would choke them. It would have to be turned about because the air marshal would have arrested me <laughs> for choking the motherfucker out. I'd be like, this bitch is going out the emergency exit right now. Anyway. And on a flight to Ireland. Ireland. Why'd you go pirates? I don't know. I wanted to go Irish, and it le left me at the last Happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you pirates out there. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Jolly Roger. I wanted to do, like, top of the morning to... See, that was bad, That was too. not even close. Fucking chalky. How about that, huh? That was more Scottish, but I'll take it. No, he's Irish. The, the little girl's Irish. Uh, you. No. You. I sounded just like her. <laughs> anyway, the pilot turned it around. After actor Gerard Depardieu peed in the aisles after being told what? he would have to wait to use the restroom as soon as the seatbelt sign went off. <laughs> yes, he didn't want to wait, so he just whipped it out and peed down the aisles. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, Gerald, baby, hold it in or something. Show pee before you get on the plane. You ain't got to pee right there, and then people be all smelling and shit. Imagine the splash, too. Like, you know somebody got splashed with that. Oh, oh I'd be like, he just splashed me with piss! <laughs> it's oh, it's I'll give you a green card. Okay. And on a Qantas airplane, passengers were turned around four times before the flight was actually taken due to unusual smells glitch in the entertaining system, and broken air conditioners. Two of them. <laughs> so, you know, if I was those people, I'd probably get off the plane. I'm just yeah, going to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, the glitch in the entertainment section, why, why, that why is that a turnaround? I, I mean, agree. I understand that those make for a long flight. Don't but, get me wrong, uh, but get at over the end it. of the day, exactly. sorry, refund, you know, give them yeah. a discount or something. My bad. Sorry, it was not as fun Sorry, Mr. In-Flight Movie. Oh, no, you will have to watch the movie on your telephone. Now, I do kind of understand the air conditioning because... Oh, yes. You need some yes, air you control do. when you're up there. You need, yeah, I get that very much. Unusual smells? Yes, I want, to, I want them to wait and see what that is. I'm with that. But I'm just saying, after four times, I'd have gotten off the damn plane. What was Gerald on this flight? Because that might have been the unusual smell. Yeah, I may have been just the, They the took his plane. <laughs> It smells here. Was Gerald Darpar Day on her? Okay. On a flight to Frankfurt. I <laughs> love that name. The turnaround was due to thousands of bees that were found all over the plane. Luckily, nobody was bit. What? But. How did you not realize this? I don't know. Also, how long was that plane sitting? Aren't they almost always going? Like what They the said they made something under a wing and they got in that way. Thousands, they said. Could you imagine? No, 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 no. That is hell. Did you just hear a bee? I thought I heard a bee. Then all of a sudden, just a swarm. I feel like it's a bad B-rated horror movie going to start there. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Just That's what it kind of sounds like. Snakes on the motherfucking plane! Oh, sorry. Wow. Anyway. <coughs> oh, to my last clip of that the was day. Good, good yes, it was. I like yeah. that. I like that a lot, actually. I'm going to have to check out about the woman, though. 
So we're on to quick serve, self serve, soft serve. <laughs> LG in the South by Southwest festival that's going on right now kind of released something and what they are very adamantly calling a prototype and a prototype only. Saying they don't have any intentions yet, it's just a prototype. They're Ooh, trying it's to show be off good. their capabilities of what they can do. It's gonna be good. It is a concept machine designed to let you easily make ice cream at home. Mm-hmm. It is called the Snow White, and it's basically going to be like a Keurig featuring a pod-based system that allows you to choose the base for a flavor variety frozen desserts. Mm-hmm. That means it's also not just limited to ice cream. We're talking ice cream, gelato, granita, sorbet, frozen yogurt, mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. I'm liking where this is going. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now... Like I kind of said at the beginning, you'll notice in this whole story, it's always might or could, could. or something like yeah. that, because they are so, like, pertinent on the, it's a prototype That's statement. So I guess, like, instead of water, you'd have to put, like, cream or something in there? I don't know, because oh, that sounds all good. they were doing was showing off what the company thinks it can create for your home. Oh my gosh, I want it. Now, the Snow White could eventually become a reality, obviously, we, uh-huh. we would hope and pray oh yeah <laughs> the system also will be able to clean itself nice is even better oh hell yeah they're saying it may offer both a touch screen and a physical dial for controlling its settings uh but one weird thing which i thought anyway is the one at south by southwest wasn't a working model so it was just like a static display no, oh, which makes me right. wonder if they've been able to actually get, actually get one to, to work. <laughs> and maybe I that's have... why they're so, so vehemently saying yeah. it's a prototype. I have an ice cream machine, and while it makes amazing ice cream, I will say that, soft serve, it's one of them soft serve ones, and it doesn't take long, and it's super easy to make. You just put the ingredients in the cold little bucket, and it does the rest for you. To clean it is a bitch. I There's like a million little parts you have to take apart, and oh, cleaning it is a bitch. So this self-cleaning thing got my fancy. Now, hopefully, with the popularity of Keurigs, the Snow White would I think would actually go off very, very well, and hopefully becomes a thing. I hope it does. But you remember, for a while, they came out with the soda pop, and you, it was like a Keurig. You yep. could buy the little things, and little that flavors. didn't go anywhere. No, but I'm sorry. Generic soda tastes like shit. Maybe it's because I don't drink soda I've very often. I've never tasted it, so I don't know. Like I said, maybe I'm just not a good judge because I don't drink soda much to begin with. So when I want a soda, it's usually very specific. But I don't. I never I taste hate. it one, so I don't know if it they tasted taste good, like bad, or different. Sodas. Like really generic. But they things. had actual like Pepsi, Dr Pepper, Coke. I never tried any of those. Because I, I have one, the machine, so. but you can't get anything for it anymore because it's been. Oh, they're all discontinued? They're all discontinued. I have the machine. Really? Yes, my husband bought me the machine for Christmas several, several years back. I don't know. And right after he purchased it for me was like the last of it. I got the Keurig cups and all, but you can't get any replacements for it. I did not know that. Yes. Huh. Well, I would like this anyway. I hope this would go off well. I think yes. it would, because they say all desserts in there would be ready within two to five minutes. I would love that. Like, Are you kidding me? Setting, it would all be ready within two to five minutes. Mint chocolate chip gelato every freaking day of the week. 
and follow it down with a carrot cake mini donut. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, love I you, hope hostess. it goes off to more than just a prototype and becomes a thing. Cause Sponsor us, hostess. Oh, Ooh, that Sponsor could be dangerous. Us. They make, ooh, that could oh, be dangerous. Oh, no, they make snowballs. Sponsor us. No, those aren't even the best. No, ding-dongs? <laughs> You're just saying more <laughs> euphemisms right now that are just, wow! Sponsor us, hostess. Give us a pair. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have your balls. Oh, how, how? God damn it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, that was all my stories this week. Yes. I think that was all of your stories. We had some good ones. Good like ones. Like we good were ones. saying earlier, and uh, towards the middle and at the beginning as well, go over to our Facebook page, oh, yeah. Relative Reaction. Go over to our Twitter. You can email us, relativereaction2018 yeah. at gmail.com. Uh, we absolutely love hearing from you. That is truly how we better the podcast. We know right, it's updating. Right, right, right. That is the support like that, uh, both just having you knowing that people are listening helps keep us going exactly. the financial support helps us keep us going but it's not i, I don't want it to make it sound like it's just the financial support side it's and not. if you like us go out and tell every freaking person you come in contact with about us okay one of the greatest things and some of the biggest spikes in listeners we've ever had mm-hmm. are the weeks when we get more shares than usual yeah something as simple as sharing Oh, yeah. Us on Facebook Very or much. retweeting mm-hmm. that week's episode on Twitter. Those things, you have no idea how many people look at that and then click on it out of curiosity and how much that helps us. It, it's insane how that little little bit of time really does help us. But go over to those. Even if you don't do that, go over yourself. Give us some comments. Let us know what you think. Give us your opinions on this week's story. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go out, and I'm telling you, go out and try these damn carrot cake mini donuts. You will not regret that at all. Do not bid on people. Yeah, that's don't, bad. Don't, yeah, just don't do that shit. That was... And and if you got a dog, stay away from the fucking cars. <laughs> don't saying. get trampled by a cow. <laughs> Oh, that's. <laughs> but that's about all I have this week. Like I said, if you want to go above and beyond, go over to iTunes or wherever yep, you yep. listen to your podcast. That please, that love five stars comment helps us so much. Uh, as always, we absolutely love our pets here. Help control the pet population by spaying and neutering your pets and, and some, some of your, your relatives. relatives. Like if they're going to fucking sell people's slaves. Yeah, sell them. Don't sell the cows. No, but sell the people that get trampled by cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah.